when you're young, stupid, and horny, it's amazing the crazy things you do for sex. My name is Eric, and welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. We're still working on the 13 trick or trade I've had in the year 1980. My favorite hangout bar was Andre's Bar, which was on 8th Avenue or Frederick Douglass Boulevard, since they changed the name, 8th Avenue and 125th Street in Harlem. This one night, I happened to pick up a man. I mean, he was well built. He had his shirt open, showing me all the hair on his chest. He talked like a real macho man, very deep voice. I was like, wow, I like to get this crazy man in my bed. And I just looked at him and he looked at me. And of course, as usual, he came over and said, oh, wanna buy me a drink? I said, of course. How many drinks do you want? So anyway, I bought him a drink. We chatted a little while. I was just sitting there, Google-eyeing him and swooning on that sexy, deep voice he had. And the next thing you know, we're in a cab. We're in Sugar Hill. We're in my room. I get him in the room. We undress, and lo and behold, he lays on his stomach and wanted me to screw him. And I said, oh no, I brought you here to screw me. And then he jumped up, he said, okay, 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 like he was annoyed. I mean, I was shocked. If you've seen this man... He was totally, totally masculine. Who would think that he would want to get screwed? But he did. I was the one who wanted to get screwed. We both can't screw each other. I guess we could have. But that's not how it happens. So in his anguish, he fucked my brains out. In his anguish. He was very upset because I wouldn't screw him. So after all is said and done, he likes a cigarette. And he says to me, how much money do you have? And I said, I don't have any money. I spent it all at Andre's buying him drinks. He said, well, I'm not leaving here unless you give me something. I said, I just gave you something. I gave you my, my pride and joy, my butt. He said, no, I want money. I said, I don't have any money. He jumps on top of me, starts slapping me in my face, and I got scared. Now, I was 400 pounds. I should have just pushed him off me. But I got scared. And he punched me. He said, you're going to give me something. I'm not leaving this place without something. So I said, okay, okay, okay. I said, let me think, let me think. I got up. He let me up. I got up. And I noticed on my kitchen table, which was always junky, underneath it was a butcher knife. Because... Being that I'm from New York and live in these areas, you always keep a butcher knife on hand. 
and he didn't know I had a butcher knife, I was going to go to the table like I'm looking for something, take the butcher knife and stab him to death. When I got to the butcher knife, this crazy scene came in my head. The New York Daily News, fat gay guy kills man for whatever. So I said, no, in my head, I said, I'm not going to do this. So I turned to him. I said, I don't have anything. What do you want? And I did have a turntable. He goes, I want your turntable and I want your records. So I gave him, let him take the turntable and give it to him. Let him take the turntable and the records. Of course, he took the top 10 records, you know, the the hits of of the year. And he left. And that was it. At least I thought that was it. I was scared to go to sleep the rest of the night. I think after that, I spent nights at my friend Robert's house, who lived further up up, up, up the block. I was just scared to, to go to sleep. I lived on the first floor. If he wanted to rob me again, all he had to do was kick, kick the window in. Interesting. It took me all these years to realize if a man ain't got a car, ain't got a job, and ain't got his own place to live, I don't want to be bothered with him. But then again, that was 1980. My name is Eric, and thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head. Fly.